Welcome back to the Florida Band Podcast. You know why you're here. My name is Andrew Lopez, the band director at Coniston Middle School in West Palm Beach, Florida. And my co-host is Christian Gordon, one of the band directors at West Glades Middle School in Parkland, Florida. A little quick, uh, quick disclaimer about this episode. It was actually our first recorded episode ever and was recorded on site at the FBA Summer Conference um, this past summer. So we do apologize if the audio is a little buggy. But we hope you guys enjoy, and we hope to hear any feedback from you uh, that you have to offer. So thanks, guys. We will speak to you soon, and hope to hear from you soon. Thanks. So uh, we are in Daytona Beach, Florida, at the Hilton Resort. Yeah, we're hanging out at the... Uh uh, the FBA Summer Conference 2021. We're actually in the lobby right now. So if well, like we're actually in a restricted area of the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> we're in some bar area that is closed, and we snuck in. So Andrew could charge his laptop while we do this. Don't tell um, anybody. Yeah, and guys, don't act like this is some fancy place. <laughs> we, I'm just going to say. That. I mean, so Christian's never been to Daytona before. Um, I mean, it's cool. It's a hotel. There's a lot of places to eat, and it's like, but it's uh, very touristy, and uh, it doesn't really live up to the resort feel, necessarily. So here's the thing with Florida, right? If you got money, you go to Disney World. If you, want, if you want to visit Florida and you got money, you go to Disney World. If you don't have money, you come to Daytona Beach. Okay. <laughs> makes a lot of sense, honestly. <laughs> and if you really don't have money, you go to Panama City. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Panama City. That or like Duval or something. Uh, awful. And we don't have money because we're teachers. So here we are. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, like, it's not bad. So, we, he and I both, we've never been here before. Um, to this conference. To this conference. I mean, I've been to Daytona too many times. I, I haven't really stopped. Like, I haven't really spent time in Daytona before. I've only driven through. The most time I spent was at the brand new Bucky's. The Bucky's. <laughs> Five miles up the road. Yeah. Which we're going to go to tomorrow. Sure. But yeah, no, it's um, it's Daytona Beach. You know, it's uh, it normally happens here every year. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I think so. And like, it's it, I mean, the summer conference for those <coughs> who've never been for FBA, it's 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 very very lax. Like, you can wear shorts. If you're a bum like us, you wear shorts. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's no tie, no ties other than the big wigs. Uh, um, but and you know, and, and the sessions are pretty much like they have a couple mid- split middle school, high school sessions. But otherwise, it's very everybody's expected to kind of all be in the same place um what's cool about the conference is it's all banned it's fba that's right so it's you don't have to worry about well not that you would worry but you don't have to expect to try to fit around choral or orchestra or anything like that which is there's nothing wrong with that but it's just cool that it's a conference where it's just banned and it's nice to finally see people in person again you know yeah, I mean, who have you been excited? Who have you been excited to see? Just everybody, you know, just coworkers that I was starting to get to know after coming to Florida, that you know we were building relationships with, and um, then everything just kind of halted. I haven't heard from them, haven't really seen them until now. Now everybody's here, comfortable, happy. It's been cool. Yeah. Um, I will say that I know the summer conference has a reputation of uh, low attendance every now and then, so. But I plan on coming back next year. I like it. It's a nice way to spend a couple of days. You know, I think yeah. I think 
I don't know how many people are doing what we're doing, which is we're only being here for three nights because a lot of people, like we know, our friends are some. Yeah. People, some people are going to be or have been here since Sunday, and they will be leaving on like Saturday or Friday, and it's like yeah, probably Friday. That's a lot of days. Um, I mean, they block the days off at a really good rate. I mean, the the beach itself and the I mean the views really nice, really yeah. nice. Yeah, it's a it, um, it is a beach resort. Yeah, but it is a beach resort. We're literally resort. right on the beach. It's banned on the beach. It's banned on the beach. Beach ban. That's what we were told. Like, so you know, and um, it's just been really nice to. I agree with Christian. It's been really nice to just kind of see everybody. It's been funny because with everyone coming up you don't know whether to like shake their hand uh-huh or like give them a fist bump yeah or like because there was a guy i don't know if you saw there was a guy when we were up in the exhibit hall and he was like hey man he was like hey oh you punching <laughs> <My bad. laughs> so far i've shaken everybody's hand so i mean i have for the most part i think i've shaken hands with everybody that i know or that i'm actually like meeting by name for the first time i see but like there's a couple people that i'm like i know your face and they're like i know your face and i'm like Okay, and then we, we are going, and then oh we, my god, dude. <laughs> and then we, but it's uh, it's been chill, you know. I um, yeah, it's nice. So what's been your favorite part of the conference so far? Because we're only on day two of, day of three. Well, look, I got to be honest with you. Yesterday was just very chill. The uh, the pan- the middle school panel we went to. There's a lot of good information in there. Um, nothing necessarily revolutionary, but it was nice to have a reminder of you know the core things that you need to focus on and be ready to focus on probably more than you have you know in a while yeah because we're going to start rebuilding hopefully you got an example of like so, so like because a lot of it was like affirmation of really good techniques and just yeah like, and i was whenever i hear that kind of stuff i always hear from i hear marissa's voice in the back of my head of just like just because you know it doesn't mean you can't hear it again mm-hmm. kind of thing so like what was in that clinic with the, it was it was rebuilding middle school. Who was the panel? It was like Hannah Jennings, Dana Cole, uh, Josh Rossbottom, Veronica Curran. Yeah. And then who was the the dude? Uh, I don't uh, Mike Lofredo. Okay, Mike Lofredo. Yeah. yeah, you know the names. I don't really. Yeah, I know a couple um, of those people. So they were taught. They were all. Some of them were either middle school band directors or they were just like they just left their middle school job and were going to high school but they all they're all like best practices kind of situation um what was the of the of the things that they said what was one thing that stuck out to you the most of like either it was a good reminder or it was just kind of like good to or it was something new well i mean all the reminders were good um the the uh the games the apps yeah, they were, were all super game-focused. I thought that was kind of cool. Just for the note recognition, that was cool. I don't remember the apps. It was like some kind of... Well, there's Staff Wars. Staff Wars. Well, Staff Wars, and Staff Wars is like I was saying, like it's an elementary... That's an elementary tactic. Like, I, I, I discovered... If you don't know what Staff Wars is, go on iTunes... The uh, iTunes. Go to, go, to, um, go to the App Store or go to Android. And you, they also have a, on a web browser, if you go just check out Staff Wars... Um, it's basically like Star Wars, where it's like a sci-fi space game, where as as ships and stuff pass by on the screen, it has you have to kids will do note note identification, um, and the better you go, the faster it goes, and the more like, there's objects in the way, and you have to like it's it's basically it's like a sci-fi space game, but for specifically for note recognition. Um, so that was really cool, and then yeah, what else? And that, that was that was the only thing. And you know, let me check out my notes. What did what did you hear? So I like 
I really liked um, how they were talking a lot. I just, for me, it was really good to just hear a lot of those reminders talking about, you know, the concepts of tone, making sure that people are doing what they're supposed to do. Did they talk about singing at all? Um, Not really. No. Which is whatever. Which, yeah, it's um, fine. But I, um, the, the, you can't really expect them to hit everything. No. Necessarily. But I liked, I liked their... Um, their reminders about the ensemble skills, talking about listening to trios and then, uh, listening down the band. Um, I liked Hannah Jennings brought up. I've, I've heard it a couple times. I don't know if you've ever heard it. The, the Jack Stamp Quartet. You ever heard that? Yeah. Um, Jim your, Matthews talked your, to me about that. What are your thoughts on that? Because I've I've heard it a bunch of times. I've never actually like done it. Before. Well, it's just to help develop uh, sonority. For those who don't know of the quartet. Um, what it is is you basically you're isolating a couple of specific instruments in the band that have um, easy like I guess is it the easiest tone to blend with like you've got flute it's the most pleasant sound mm-hmm. yeah what is it it's to flute, create a sonority flute horn euphonium and tuba I don't know what she said I understood it as flute clarinet um, she didn't. She didn't mention euphonium and tuba. She didn't mention clarinet in in the thing. She said the clarinets and yeah, clarinets and altos above the horns. So oh, okay. I think it was flute, horn, euphonium, tuba. Um, and it's I do clarinet, but yeah, and it's just giving it's because it it separates soprano, alto, tenor, bass. Um, and it's, it's just a way of practicing blending mm-hmm. student sounds. Yeah, and it's like so you know tell you're just telling your students you know, listen for you know it's like hey. Horns and horns and altos. Make sure you guys are fitting inside that that horn sound. Blend as the horns, trumpets, and first clarinets. Make sure you guys are blending into the flute sound. Um, it just kind of like I, I thought that was a good way to, and that was a good reminder because I've heard that a bunch of times. Um, and you know I, what I wish they talked about? What? And I don't blame them for overlooking it, but it it was. I mean, the theme of the conference is rebuilding with purpose mm-hmm. or building back better. Yeah. Right? And, and the panel was about rebuilding, which you need to focus on. And th- it was good that they reminded us that we need to make sure we talk, we, we get back to basics in terms of their, how they perform, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody talked about, like, how are you going to deal with holes in your instrumentation? I think nobody talked about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's because, like, what if you're like me? What if, you're like, what you if your, instru- your instrumentation's <laughs> jacked up now because of COVID? Yeah. Because, like... Uh, I only started flute, clarinet, trumpet, and trombone for the beginners. Mm-hmm. And so... And you picked out a couple altos, and you picked out a couple horns, and then you picked out a couple no. tubas. No. You None. No. Uh, I had one saxophone because he moved in already playing saxophone. I had one horn because her dad went to school on horn. Okay. And I uh, had one oboe because he moved in playing an oboe. And I had one bassoon because he started taking lessons on bassoon. And that was a common practice so, for like, a lot that of people. Was so like like for example, you know that's a good point because there's gonna be a lot of people who have across the country whose second band is made of primarily four instruments. Yeah, and it's like, not the trio. In fact, I could probably pull up my instrumentation right now if you want to talk about it. But it's no, yeah, next year. That's a, you know what? That's a really good point. I think, and I mean, maybe they'll have this in the other in the other clinics. But I feel like there's been a lack of realness in the conference. A little bit. I've sensed that, but but that's been PD all year long. Cause they're but trying, it, they're trying it, again, COVID, COVID is like nobody saw it coming, and nobody can really foresee what'll happen next. You know, yeah, the foresight is lacking right now, but that's okay. I mean, and, and that's not a criticism of FBA Summer Conference. That's Absolutely a not. That's a that's a criticism of PD across the country for like a year. 
because it's all and I, I get I get the focus of like we don't want to be too real because like everyone's been in the trenches and they don't want to have those reminders but those kinds of like serious conversations I'd be down to have those I'm like I'm down to talk about the realness of it like yo I have three tubas and what are we supposed to do with them or you have you know it's like hey um, you only recruited or what are some things you can do to help that's all sure um, yeah because then otherwise it becomes like a, a a sad rap session and everyone's super depressed yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get super depressy okay I'm pulling oh, this up right. uh, let's see or it's like my top band is going to be fine right but uh, let's talk about my second band so that's going to be primarily 7th uh, graders or right. they've only been on their instrument one year and so that's going to be all those kids I started them on clarinet flute and all that going to have let's see it's going to be not that it's, it, the instrumentation is going to be super super freaking wacky how many is this I agree. One, I know. One, two, three, four, five. Off the top of my head, six, I do know that I have like fifteen clarinets in the in the second band. I'll have ten. I'll have ten clarinets. That's not bad. Okay. Uh, what else are we talking about? Like, so you ten have, flutes. Ten. Oh, you won't hear the clarinets. With but with one oboe. Okay. 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 I'll have two saxophones. Yikes. Actually, actually, might only be one saxophone. Only one? Um, and uh, but then a ton of trombones, like ten trombones. Mm-hmm. What about trumpets? Short on trumpets. Yep. Seven trumpets. I don't even... I um, have and seven. one tuba. Yeah. No, mine's... <coughs> mine's in a similar spot. Like, we have, like, um... I think I have, like, seven flutes. Only four of which were in person. Um, we've got... Off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure I have... I got like 15 clarinets. I have about 8 trombones. 5 trumpets. Uh, 2 percussionists. They were in person, so God bless them. And then we had uh, 3 tubas. Right. All in person. So what my plan is, is to get one or two of these clarinets on bass clarinet. Mm-hmm. And maybe one or two on... Um, on alto. On alto sax. Yep. Because I only have... One, yeah, legit alto right now. I I raised three. Two of them are moving. So I was like, all right, cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that's not COVID. That's just moving. Yeah, everyone's. Just, I mean, well, they're moving because of COVID. Because these people have been doing jobs. They got like oh, they of, got jobs elsewhere. They got well, they got jobs elsewhere, but for, through the year have been able to work from home, and now they can't work um, from home anymore. So they have to actually leave, and they're taking their kids with them. Is the, kind of, is the kind of thing. No, I get and it. Then, I mean, like, that would have been a really cool proposal. Let's talk about so your in- so your instrumentation is is. F-ed. What are you doing? How how do we navigate this? And like, how can you make uh, aside from the obvious, just changing instruments? What are different? I I guess not best practices because are there? I don't know. Is there a best practice? I mean, there are situation. Yeah, actually, yeah. As far as switches go, let's say you have the numbers, but you don't have the instrumentation. Sure. You know, uh, hopefully, I can get some of these flutes on oboe. And then I gotta take these trombones and fit them on euphonium, uh, euphonium and tuba. Mm-hmm. So, well, do you have any trombones off the top of your head? They just can't play higher than a B flat, right? No, now? I've got some. I've got some kids that I've been doing Jedi mind tricks on. Sure, they're like, "Hey, get ready! I might be putting you on this instrument." Okay, you know, I get it. No man, I and mean, they, I, I get them excited about it. It's so cool. I like the exhibit hall. I Actually, yeah, the exhibits. There, you know, uh, it was cozy. They got some cookies. It was cozy. It was really tight. They need some vegan cookies. 
Yeah, so it was like, what was it, Miss Fields? Yeah. I love Miss Fields. Don't give them free advertisement. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> no, it's been, um, but it's been a cool couple days, you know, we got to see, um, some friends, and then, uh, there have been, and my, my will say, my favorite thing from that, going back to that middle school rebuilding clinic, my favorite thing was them talking about all of the, just reminders and refreshments of all the different, the breathing stuff. Because I don't know about you, like, I was telling, when I was, I was working with Lake, Lake Worth High School marching band last week, and just, like, the first conversation I had with those wind players was, like, let's be real, the first thing that everybody lost in COVID was, breathe, <laughs> was air. <laughs> just, that's, that's funny, because, you know, COVID makes you not yeah, breathe. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, no. No, I told them that. I was like, I was like, let's go. I'll be honest, man. Like, the first thing that went was air support and air speed. And they're like, oh, is it? I was like, let's find out. <clears throat> and then we spent 40 minutes. I channeled Richard Saucedo. We waited 40 minutes on one note. Like a baller. There it is. <laughs> it was a shot collar. Um, and we did like 40 minutes of breathing. But yeah, no, like that was, I was. 40 it, minutes is overkill. Don't listen to him. And yeah. <laughs> but like. Of breathing, that is. I mean, well, I don't know if it was 40 minutes. It was a while. Um, but it was, but we did, but no, it was nice to hear that, uh, those reminders of like the PVC pipe and the balloon and I do the, I've been doing the paper for the past, like paper trick for the past couple years. Um, just cause I couldn't find a balloon supplier for cheap. I found one, so I'm doing it now. <laughs> um, but, uh, it was just nice to hear those reminders cause like I'm, and the, that's the thing I'm going to tell my kids on the first day of school is like, check it out, get ready. There's no air. <laughs> like you're gonna, you're, you're not, you're, you're ain't, you ain't moving no air. What you think is air is nothing air. Well, uh, you told me, um, you said you don't have a balloon supplier. I had, I, I didn't. I couldn't. Well, find do the, it. do the donation thing at open house, like you told me about the, oh, uh, the yeah. other stuff. Did we talk about it in the last episode? Or was that like yeah? The was that? No, it wasn't. Yeah, you said you had a drawer full of sharpies because that was one of the things that. That was the test episode though. Well, whatever it was. Okay. So, I don't know if we talked about it, but it was like the, the idea. So what I do for, totally off topic, but like if you're ever in need of supplies, typically for open house, what I'll do is like on my, on the, uh, on the whiteboard, we'll put up um, index cards and I'll just write on the index card supplies that we need. So we'll put up like Sharpies or we'll put up glue or I don't know why I need glue or like water. Because you or, eat glue. Yeah. I, <laughs> the tube is eat glue. Um, we'll put up water. And we'll put up, you know, uh, one time I put up a screwdriver set. And we'll, the parents will just, on the way out of open house, they'll grab those and then donate to the program. So, yeah, you know, I could do balloons. But with that, I'm not, not everyone's going to donate balloons. I might just get a parent to donate a bag of, like, 25. Better than nothing. It's better than no, I, guess, um, I guess that's true. Or offer it for extra credit. Or, I don't know. We do extra credit, so we have a huge stash of balloons now. If you, like, so you, how, how do you give out that extra credit? Just, like, a point on a grade or something? We'll make it like a homework grade or something. No, neat. So they, if or they, if uh, they give you extra credit on their concert grade or something. If they give you balloons. Wherever they need it. Yeah. I dig it. That's cool. I'm like, write your name on the bag, and as I go through the bags, I'll give you your extra credit. Nice legit. Um, you want to make sure your balloons are the 12-inch diameter balloons. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, Veronica, what was her last name? Curran. Curran? She was cool, because um, I actually got a lot from her. One of the things that I'm going to steal is, she said, covering half the tuba mouthpiece the end of the tuba oh, mouthpiece resi- with, resistance yeah with the pinky yeah, I've never heard the resistance that. have you heard that before 
I think I have, but I've never heard that. Not in that way. That's cool. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna try that when I get back. Yeah, I want to test it myself. Like I've never, I've never done that. So what about the? Uh, we talked about the evening session with uh, Shelby Chipman. Oh man! And with the documentary, that was really cool. That was cool. So what that was, um, it was part of Orlando, like Orange County history. So we had um, back in 1964. Um, both Edgewater High School, which the FBA executive director, Neil Jenkins, was in that band. <laughs> um, so, but it was Edgewater High School in 1964, led by, was it Don Kiefner? Yeah. Don Kiefner. And then uh, you had Jones High School, led by Chief Wilson. Um, and what happened was, like, obviously, 1964, Civil Rights Act, right? And just, that was the Civil Rights Movement. Um the, oh no, the Civil Rights Act was 65, but yeah, it was around that time. Um, and for the, the Edgewater band, it was a story, it's, it's, the, the documentary is called Marching Forward. Look it up. I don't know, is it on YouTube? Like, some people said I don't think it's on YouTube, it's on like public access PBS. TV. Yeah, it's like PBS. Something like that. Because it was There's a website. Kathy Leibinger, the FBA president, said that she. Past president. Past president. She said that like she, she saw it, she showed it to her kids this year, this past year for COVID. And she's like, everybody has to see this, and it was really cool because it was a it was a documentary about how um, the Edgewater Band had been chosen to go to the uh, World's Fair in New York City in 1964, and then, but the. Uh, um, the Jones Band was actually considered the best band in town, and the cool thing was that uh, the Jones the Jones Band was an all black band, and the Edgewater Band was an all white band. Um, and so, when it was it was a story about how the city of Orlando and Orange County rallied behind both bands and got to send both bands, and how it was like a really cool experience, and it was just like a really cool story of integration um, and just acceptance in in one of the most charged. You know, times of our of our country, and I thought it was really cool. Like, I liked I liked the thing about the trees, or like one of the big yeah. So they did a fundraiser, yeah, to for all the kids to go on this trip. Both bands sold the same thing. They sold these trees. I forget what they're called, but they blossomed like gold flowers or something like that for mm-hmm. only two weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. They're planted all over Orlando. Yeah, they're planted, and then they're planted in the neighborhoods of the schools. So like in yeah. in in Washington, in the Washington, what's it called? I don't know, dude. Washington Shores? In, like, in that area of... Well, like, in the area of Edgewood and wherever Ed, the other school was. In, there is, is in the Edgewater neighborhood, which is College Park, and then in the Jones area, which I think is Washington Shores. I could be completely wrong. I'm sorry if I am. Um, both In both of those communities around that time of year when both when all the trees bloom, it's like yellow everywhere. And I, I think it's like growing up in Orlando, I noticed that, but it never like clicked. I, I didn't know, the, you history didn't know the history. Yeah. I didn't know the history why, and I, but like those trees are everywhere in Orlando. And I thought that was like... There's, a, there's some in Winter Park, and there's some in, uh, in, the, in the Metro West area, what's now Metro West. Um, it was a really cool story, because it was like, and they brought in, um, like, Neil Jenkins was obviously there, but then they also brought in um, a bunch of people, a couple of members of the, of, like, they brought in one member of the Edgewater Band, and then they brought in two members of the Jones Band at the time, and we, they got to, like, share It was two of, two of each, because Neil, Neil was there. Yeah, so, so it was Neil. It was Neil, that one woman, and then the two from Jones. Uh, from Jones, yeah. And they got to share their story. One of them is still doing music. Mm-hmm. Still playing. Yeah, yeah. he's a clarinet player. Um, and it was cool because it was a, 
it was just a documentary about the Orlando history. And, it was, and fun fact is, like, there are a lot of people in Orlando, like, band students, who know that history. But we know it, like I was saying, like, yesterday, we know, the, we know it, like, we know it, like, a lot of Jewish um, folks, like, I'm also Jewish, who know the story of Hanukkah. Where it's like, you know, you know the story, like, the, the very, like, light story of the, the Maccabees and the Candleborn Freight Days, but you don't know that much about it. Whereas, um, and, like, a lot of students and band students know about, we know about Edgewater and Jones, you know, going to the World's Fair and integration and stuff like that. But no one, it was really cool to actually like learn the history behind it and get the interviews um, and hear the music. Because even back then, like those recordings were, what? Sounded good, man. This, well, it's, like, some of them were like 60 years old, but like, yeah, it sounded great. It was really cool. Um, and just having, you know, Dr. Dr. Shelby Chipman, who's the president, he's the president-elect. He's the president now or president-elect? Of FMEA. FMEA. I don't know. One of those. Yeah. But he was, and it was just cool to watch him speak on, um, on Chief and, uh, and, uh, Dr. Foster, who was Chief's mentor from FAMU at the time. Um, and it was, I, I thought that was really, really cool. I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, but yeah, no, it's been, it's been a pretty cool, pretty cool experience. We will tell you, don't, should we, should we, talk, should we talk about Don Rico's? You mean Don Oh yeah, oops. So yeah, there's a it's Daytona. We don't really want Don Rico's. Look, don't don't go to you know if you actually if you're gonna get Don Rico's, call the restaurant, just order, and take it back to your room. Like to go? Yeah. Don't. I mean, but it might take them 50 minutes to make it. It might take them three hours to just just call ahead of time. When you think you're gonna be hungry, call. If you want dinner, the food, I mean the food was okay. If you want dinner at 7 p.m., you gotta call yeah. ahead at 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> we just had seating issues, yeah, and uh, and then it took a while to uh, get our food, and then they give you like a little bit of water in a glass, and I'm looking at the small glasses. I'm like, you know, this is more work, right? They have to come around more to, to fill it up. No, they don't give. A <laughs> <laughs> sit there, sit there, and die of thirst. <laughs> in a beach city, I love it. No, but it's um, it's been cool. Like we're uh. And this is probably only going to be like part one of a part two. We might hit tomorrow up and talk about tomorrow, like today's. Talk tomorrow. about today's stuff. Today's stuff. Oh, I will say across the street that Health Nut Tree, Health Tree Nut. Health Tree Nut, Nut Tree Health. Tr- nut Tree Health. That place is good. Yeah. It's right across the street from the hotel. Right. I like it. No, we take it. Get but, the tacos. Um, so, yeah, so, we'll, um, so we're, we're here at the summer conference. We, we'll probably post up tomorrow and, and, and do a part two. Of this, of this, of this session, just to kind of talk about what's going on. Like I said, there's, there's, there's stuff to talk about, but there's not that much because that's kind of the point of the conference. It's just like a, a chill reconnection over summer, getting, yeah. to, getting, getting to see new, see old friends and see old colleagues, and just keep our mindset in the band initiative. Um, so we'll see you guys in a couple, maybe tomorrow, and uh, part for part two of this. And uh, peace out then. All right, y'all. All right, bye. Peace out. All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening. That was another episode of the Florida Band Podcast. Please follow us on YouTube and other podcast platforms wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, you can contact us at flbandpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, stay safe, be well.